0: This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at
1: traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cretellis, I'm Marco.
0: And I'm Tony.
1: done, you're tight, you suck your life, you don't want around round three, you done suffered twice, but we'll worship the queen and you might get past, to keep it real these bitches couldn't wipe my ass, anyway stylists, go get Bagari, I am the ultimate Spengali, you bitches can't even spell that, you you hoes buggin', repel that, let me tell you this sister, I am I am colder than a blister, cause my flow's so sick and I'm a lunatic and this can't be cured with no elixir, cause y'all know, who the fuck, what the fuck I do, I know put the pressure to everything I knew, quack quack to a duck and a chicken too, but put the Hyena in a freaking zoo. Phew <laughs> <laughs> Take your mad case home One of my favorites. <laughs> One of my favorites. This was um before Nikki lost her goddamn ever loving mind. <laughs> I mean, but did she ever really have it though? Because she, she was. Not. This is when she was doing that whole Roman Zolanski <laughs> thing yeah. that she yep. was doing, and you were like, "Who? Yeah. Who? Yeah." I don't know what's going on. Hi. Hello. Happy All Hallows' Eve. Ooh, you
0: Although are no creepy. One's hearing that on
1: this. You are very <laughs> creepy. Um yeah, no, we're recording this on All Hallows' Eve, the eve of Hallows'.
0: But by the time y'all hear this, it'll be back to D- Dullsville. Yeah. No fun holiday for another month. How are month.
1: you? I'm looking at you right now, and you have um a spackle in your hair and on your face. <laughs>
0: I've been working hard. <laughs> hard? <laughs> well, I've been working. You've been working. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. A hard,
1: not so much.
0: Um, There's a lot of spackle where,
1: where do you have it like all in your hair? It, it's crazy. You well, can, you would too if you had hair. Hot, oh, you tried it. <laughs> hot Mess Express over there. Um, so Tony and I are in the midst of a apartment. minor home improvement. Yeah. Meaner. Very meaner.
0: <laughs> Meanerman. Yeah, we are, um,
1: (laughs) me being the crazy person that I am. So crazy. Well, it's in my defense, it wasn't all me, but we are moving some things around in the apartment to try to make them fit and feel better in the apartment. And in that we're like rehanging some pictures in some places and, and, and doing all this stuff. So it's a whole thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sure is. And it ain't even close to being over it is all, actually almost,
1: we're literally like at, like we can see the finish line like we're in front of, we're like a couple yards away from I'll, the finish I'll line i'll see the finish line before monday it's monday is when everything is supposed to be done mm-hmm. yeah so we're close mm-hmm. we're very very close mm-hmm. it's all good mm-hmm. i'm happy <laughs> good how are you i'm I'm super thanks for asking i was trying to channel <laughs> jennifer coolidge while doing that <laughs> makes me want a hot dog real bad <laughs>
0: I was just channeling Big Gayle.
1: Oh, <laughs> I love Jennifer Coolidge. So I love much. Big Gayle. <laughs> um, I don't know where that voice came from, but I kind of nailed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll take know. your word well, for it. I was
1: gonna say, well, you know who Jennifer Coolidge is? Do I? Yeah, from Legally Blonde. You know, well, uh, she was also uh, in the um, the uh, White Lotus. Uh-huh. She was the crazy rich white lady that was like promising um, Natasha Rothwell's character the money for her to start her business.
0: Stifler's mom.
1: Stifler's mom. David. Why didn't you just
0: say that? I
1: <laughs> kind of <laughs> forgot about that. Her name is Jennifer Coolidge. Got it. <laughs> and in uh, Grandma Tilly, that's what I call her. <laughs> and in um, and in. Uh, Oh my god! I just lost the int- Legally Blonde. There you go. She, there's like a scene the Fourth of July, and she says, "Makes me want a hot dog real bad," <laughs> <laughs> and it's
0: just really funny. Um, I just, uh, I just love her so much. Didn't she's, she have to do the snap at some point? The
1: bendant snap. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there you go. She's there a, you go. She's a national treasure, and she had but the UPS
0: yeah, I don't Remember that she yeah. was trying to flirt with? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, she's an, again a national treasure. She's delightful. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's a perfect um how art thou good
0: i'm good i'm super thanks for asking <laughs> but of <that's> course. <cool. laughs> yeah all is well we'll survive this home project i'm looking forward to this halloween party and just being out of our apartment for halloween
1: mm-hmm, 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 i'm mm-hmm. delighted Yeah, shout out to Dewan, um, one-third of (laughs) the
0: Minority Minority
1: Report Report podcast. Mm -hmm. We love the gents from Minority Report. If you have not listened to their podcast, then bitch, you missing out. (laughs) Then you must be deaf. Um, Because they are hysterical. That probably wasn't appropriate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry! No,
1: No, that was not (laughs) appropriate. (laughs) Um, uh, But we love them. Terrell, Jarrell, No, (laughs) why did I say (laughs) Terrell? Karel, Jarrell, and Dewan are the three hosts. I am so sorry. I know y'all's names, I promise. Uh, But Karel, Jarrell, and DeWan are the three hosts of the Minority Report podcast. They are absolutely wonderful. We were guests on there. They've been guests on here. Um, DeWan actually lives here in New York and invited us to a Halloween party, which from the future, we're telling you, was amazing. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. But because <laughs> but because we're recording this before the before party, the party we, we ain't got no idea Don't how this party goes. All to be. <laughs> Production. Now, I thought this show was live, right? These are production <laughs> secrets. Um, um speaking of live, really quickly before we dive into this week's hashtag QRG, Tony and I, this Friday, y'all, November 5th, from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., Tony and I will be taking over the D and R live cast and we will be the hosts uh, in Derek and Romaine's absence. Go us. Yay. Which is going to be exciting. So um, yeah. So Friday 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can head over to the DNR studios app. Um, or even their website, I believe, which is dnrstudios.com. And then I think you can register to sign up for the live cast and just listen to it. Um, some of it you have to pay money for, for like the app and all the other podcasts and things like that. But I believe the live cast goes everywhere. But Tony and I will be doing our relationship bang on the DNR Studios live. live. Don't mess up. I know I'm a little nervioso. Um, I just got to make sure to take my my brain pills during that day. <coughs> Um, is that
0: what you call tequila yes <laughs> yes
1: yes yes, it's a yes strange yes. name yeah it's a liquid she's good <laughs> um yeah so we're gonna be doing that so make sure you join us we'll probably be doing a, a little bit of instagram lives and things like that to go along with it because we really want y'all to be involved but check us out there bitches <laughs> Yeah? Let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, with that being said, I think we should probably hop into our hashtag queer relationship goals. Yeah, you might be right. Okay. Well, every week, Tony and I will pick a wonderful queer couple and highlight them as our hashtag queer relationship goals. Our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity and perspective to the queer relationship narrative. If you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag QRG or... Hashtag queer relationship goals. Um, Or if there is a queer relationship that you admire and would like to bring to our attention, make sure you uh, tag us on your cute couple's photos on Instagram, Facebook, or the twits. Um, We are at (laughs) pod relationship. Um, Yeah, we're at pod relationship on all those channels. Um, Tony and I will take a look at these photos and posts and could potentially highlight you on an upcoming episode of
0: the podcast it's a good thing you called it the twits and not the ters the ters yeah it just sounds like somebody boo-booed what's
1: a i was like what's a (laughs) tur i don't think that's a
0: thing don't act like you don't know
1: well today we are focusing on an adorable little couple out of saint paul minnesota 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 and it's the barley's boys or barley's boys yeah know the shane and taylor and their little cute doggy barley
0: although pretty
1: soon they're gonna have a baby everyone all the gays are having babies right now <laughs> every single one of them i keep telling tony i'm like we are so behind because every single gay is having a baby these days what uh-huh. the fuck are we doing with our lives I'm definitely not trying to keep up with the Joneses.
0: No, I'm, by the Joneses, not I am that's not what mean, I'm saying. Mr. and Mr. Jones. That's
1: that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just talking about, like, I f- it feels like we're a little behind all the gays are babying and things right now. But whatever, it's okay. My baby is Home Projects, obviously. I, I birthed her. Um <laughs> <laughs> um that being said i was we're, gonna
0: say something about spackle being placenta but it was just ew, too gross yeah what I are you doing just
1: stop aren't we glad um anyways that being said <laughs> shane and taylor barley's boys and their cute little dog
0: barley um i love this couple yeah just just could not be more <laughs> could not be more minnesota more wisconsin more, more salt of the earth yeah. very flannel flannel is, everything and if it's not a flannel it's a hoodie <laughs> right this
1: is what i think keith ledger and jake gyllenhaal would have turned out to be if they would have been able to do To be together?
0: If, yes, if they would have been able to
1: actually like be together and, and live out their dreams. I'm sure they've heard this before. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this would have been the so sequel this would, this to what Broke Back if Mountain. I didn't quit you. Yeah. It would have been called Broke Back Household. <laughs> um,
0: Broke back Barley. Yeah, right. Um, these two are so adorable. They're fantastic. And you can. Like, like, they're always smooching, which I know you sometimes have a thing about. I just don't like people's... I don't like
1: seeing people's lips and tongues touch each other. Like, yeah, leave but, me but out them, of With them, it's
0: super cute. It's yeah. very cute. And they're always wearing hats. They're always wearing <laughs> hats. Like,
1: the, again, this is like... This is, this is the gay couple that you want... To, I was going to say something really inappropriate. I was going to say to plow your lot.
0: Oh, dear. But,
1: yeah. Well, there I went there already. So... But I... I mean... <laughs> well no but i mean like they just like they're they're Cute, Like they're just red blooded American men that drinking beer, having beards, wearing caps. Yeah. Like they a dog. Just, yeah. And they're just living the gay fantasy. It's like in all of it. And I'm just obsessed with it.
0: Yeah. They're both super cute. I'm sorry we missed them when they visited here. Yeah. Yeah. So been fun.
1: they've been married, it looks like, for three years now. I think August of 2021 would have been three years for them. Um, but in August of 2020, uh, a very, very cute post was posted and it says our first two years of marriage have flown by we already have so many memories together and we're just getting started i wake up every day excited for the lifetime of adventures Uh, ahead of us you are the best person i've ever known and i love you i love that you inspire me every single day to be a better vision version of myself i can't read today you guys forgive me i can't wait to see you as a father and i look forward to the family that we built together i love you more today than ever before happy anniversary so cute they're adorable they are and every single one of their pictures is like in nature and out i mean they're just they're 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 your type of gays.
0: They are. They're my friends. We would be pals. They go fishing. I mean, they hike.
1: Mm -hmm, What mm -hmm, more do I need?
0: mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I
1: mean, I... Yeah. I would... They're my type of gays. I think that it's great because I just what I love about them is that they just show that there's just different ways to gay, right? There's
0: so many different ways,
1: which I can appreciate like yeah. there's not a there's not a standard for what we gays look like. um, but the fishing part i like we can be friends after you shower from the fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll go fishing That's with not you. to say
1: that I like to go fishing, too. But that's not to say that, you know, they stink or anything. But, like, I've been on fishing trips before. I know what those are like. Um. I don't know
0: what kind of trip you went on, but I didn't stink. You stink all the time,
1: and you don't go on fishing trips. Anyways, we're getting off subject right now. Go follow them on Instagram. They're amazing. I realized that I never said their Instagram handle, so I'm going to do it right now, which is at Barley's Boys. That's B as in boy, A-R-L-E-Y-S boys b-o-y-s so that's at barley's boys on instagram they are adorable they also have a website barley's um they've got like sixty two thousand followers so they're like a pretty big deal oh. um which is amazing but um they're amazing we just love them i i just absolutely love them i think that they're cute they have a blog they're just adorable and um i want to be friends <laughs> yeah they're awesome you're gonna friends. love them yeah so go follow them on ig uh double tap some of their picks let them know that the Cretelli sent you and uh, you'll be sure to I'm sure you will love them as much as we do awesome well Tony and I are going to take a short break but when we come back we are going to try to solve the world's problems Cretelli style hey y'all we just wanted to take a quick second to talk about our favorite grooming brand and the number one shave brand
0: in Italy, Parasso. Whether you want a smooth barber quality shave or you need to give your beard the proper TLC, Perasso has you covered. Their range of shave formulas
1: address your specific beard and skin type, giving you a comfortable, consistent shave
0: every single time. Or for any stage of beard growth, Parasso has the perfect items for you. With four different scents to choose from, the Beard Care products leave your facial hair looking, feeling, and smelling great. It's so true. I, um, I'm actually very prone to ingrown hairs
1: and razor bumps. Um, and so I've been actually using the Parasso Red line, which is the coarse beard and nourishing line. Um, I love it so much because it's infused with sandalwood and shea butter. And so that not only like softens my hair, but it helps prevent in ingrown hairs um, and things of that nature so my skin is left feeling and like looking absolutely smooth it gives me a super close shave and i love the smell of sandalwood and it leaves me smelling really, really nice.
0: It's great. I, um, I keep either a, a low to medium sized beard. Um, and so I love, and you'll have heard me say this before the wooden spice products. Uh, I'm always more of the woody and spicy person as opposed to the citrusy. Um, and I really like, it's just this robust scent that is always like it's clean, but it's like very manly. And I just love it. I wear it every single day. And sometimes I use both the balm and the oil oh i love that Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so if you want to experience an italian shave right from your own bathroom or your beard needs some extra attention head to paraso usacom right now and snack some proraso shave or beard items made for your particular skin or beard needs
0: that's proraso-usa.com and at checkout use code relationship15 for all your purchases today Get 15% off your purchase today at Paraso-USA.com when you use code relationship 15 at checkout. Up your shave or beard game with Paraso today, and don't forget to tell them the Critelli sent you. Bye! Money,
1: money, money, money!
0: Money! That's what I was going to do. Were you? Yeah, but I knew I couldn't hit that note. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever hit a note? I hit all the notes. Other I than upside it. its head. Ooh, bitch! <laughs> I'm about to note you. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, <clears throat> money. <laughs> <Braveness>. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! What an interesting so this is actually a somewhat fun topic to discuss today
0: because
1: because it ends it ends seventy percent of relationships. <laughs>
0: I should say 70% of relationships that end are due to money.
1: We should have talked about this a long time ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Um, No, Uh, I'm actually very excited about this topic. I feel like we've tried to talk about money before and we've tried to talk about like finances as it relates to the relationship and stuff like that before, but I feel like we never really came to it in a mature place. Um, I think, you know, Uh, super short story you and i have been in new york going on nine years at this point in time Mm -hmm. right and uh new york is a very tough place um to uh succeed and 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 be you have to you have to struggle for a little bit before you can see succeed in new york It, it, it just it's it's part of the journey um that is new york And I, and before that, you and I were living in Florida and we weren't, we were young and we weren't wealthy. We were, we were just kind of along our journey, right? Yeah, but we were fine. We were fine. We were comfortable, Mm -hmm. but you know, but we, we've always been comfortable. We've never been uncomfortable. We've just always I'm a little
0: uncomfortable right now.
1: Why is your, are your pants too tight? (laughs) Rude. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're very comfy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're not we've never been uncomfortable we've always made do with what we have um but we've never really it financially but we've never really succeeded and or excelled financially would you agree or disagree
0: i mean i guess it depends on what your measure of success is have you felt like we've been successful financially I- i've felt like we have lived below our means and sometimes didn't stick to our budget. But I don't think that had anything to do with how much money we made. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's it's interesting. And we're finally now in a place where we're comfortable. And, you know, without spreading all of our financial business up on these internets or on the podcast, these airwaves, um, we are... We're in, we're finally, after almost nine years of being in New York, after 12 years together, five years married, which, by the way, happy anniversary, my love. Happy anniversary, babe. Um, Our anniversary was on October 28th, so if y'all were following us or looked at our Instagram or anything like that, you would know that we're in love. <laughs> um anyways that being said we uh after all this time together we're finally in a place we're grown right now right we are old (laughs) we're we're grown and we are like finally like oh like we have comfortability Mm -hmm. like we're good now Like life is good good how does that make you feel
0: i mean i have been feeling fine for a while um Fine, as a fine as a, <laughs> fine
1: fine
0: fine ooh see and all I thought was finding Nemo mine mine um so I've I've been feeling good for a while like again to me it's not about how much you make it's about living below your means and it's about sticking to a budget and it's about attaining your goals now I will say that the recent increase in our household income has made those things much easier to attain and I'm sure. grateful for that um I'm very grateful for that um but I've been feeling pretty good about our finances for a while and i'm about to we have like three milestones coming up that i'm really looking forward to um and then and then i think i'm gonna have getting me botox oh dear lord (laughs) no that's definitely not one of them absolutely not black don't crack Just occasionally needs a little mayo, apparently. A little light (laughs) spackling here and there. Just a touch of botulism. Yeah, just a little light (laughs) spackling. Um, But no, I've been feeling good about our finances. I've been, I think you and I have come to uh, an understanding. I think that we've come to um, a, I won't say compromise, but like, you know how to get what you want. I know how to get what I want. And we know how to give each other what we need. Um, so I've been I've been good for a while. Mm -hmm. What about you?
1: I mean so, you know, again, circumstances have made it feel a little bit more equitable in our home right now, which is making me feel a lot more comfortable. Not that it was like so unbalanced that I felt um that there were problems, but I uh and I love one of the articles that we read that kind of talked about this a little bit further. I can't wait to get to that, Mm -hmm. but Um, I do feel like there is there's just more of an opportunity for us to continue doing what we've been doing from, you know, getting the bills paid, being able to be mature and responsible with our finances and the budget. But now there's also a little bit of leeway for us to live in our lives and have the adventures that I've been wanting to have for such a long time. Mm. You know, like we finally have the opportunity to like go out and do things and be in these streets and 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 not have to worry about where the money to do those things have come from well, let's They're be clear we're away.
0: not going to be in these streets we're going to be in the streets of other countries whatever <laughs> in these international streets I don't, uh, whatever in the calles. <laughs> in the ca- all over the calles, every kaya that you can and, think of, and the ruse <laughs> and the ruse is good job. look at you multilingual <laughs> what all. is it in greek i don't
1: know oh uh, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll find out We'll i will report back in april <laughs> we'll be reporting back to y'all i love that <laughs> look at you said the kays in the room hello <laughs> hello you better tell them hoes um and and i'm very excited about that i think that there's just going to be an opportunity to just have adventure and be together and be able to do these things and like enjoy our success as a couple mm-hmm. um, my brother was like y'all are a fucking power couple which we're not he was just being very kind but there is an element to me I mean that we're a little badass <laughs> there's an element to me say that it we're badass there I'm you not go. gonna deny That's that right well you denied it a minute ago so I had to correct I, it I denied being a power couple mm. right and that so there's a huge okay. diff um, and so yeah so we are in a much better I mean, power
0: race. bottom with a badass sir <laughs> what cut it out try it <laughs> go ahead <laughs> oh you're so annoying um, <laughs> i'm adorable <laughs> what is that another language for annoying i don't no, know no. Okay, you, you got that one that was good that was uh, really good mm-hmm, yeah uh-huh, mm-hmm, points mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not. thank you <laughs> um yeah
1: so we're in a place where things are good we're doing well i'm happy good. i feel comfortable i feel happy finances was uh i don't so it's interesting i was thinking about this it was never an issue for us like trying to like get it it was just a lot of teaching that ended up taking place but we never like struggled with it right no am i imagining this incorrectly
0: uh i mean finance has been a stressor for me for many years it's been a stressor but it was
1: never a struggle just in terms of getting on each other's same page no
0: I mean, I still don't think we're on the same page. I think we're on our own pages, but I think we've learned to respect each other's different pages. I think we're on the same page. Uh, no, because the way I save and the way you spend are very different. Yeah, but we're it's on... It's a good balance. We're on
1: the same page in terms of how to do that. Because, like, for example, what comes into our household from a joint standpoint is fine. Like It is good. It's taken care of. Sure. It is... It is, you know, figured out to the dollar. Um, <laughs> everything is, like, figured out and it's, like, completely done. What we do within our own private accounts and things of that nature is what we want to do in our own private accounts. And right. we have the money to do what we want to do, whether that's you saving or whether that's me, you know, visiting ASOS. <laughs> um, like, we're able to, you know, to do whatever, right? Like, you are have been on the PS5 hunt lately, right? I have. I have and i've been, and what did i do i inc- i was, baby get you a ps5
0: yeah like, I, would, I would love one
1: get you whatever you want like i've never once argued with you spending money the way that you want to a i know you got it and b i know that um I, like do whatever you want to do yeah do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like we're on the same page because we know and understand where each other is at with it and our finances for our home, our work like what goes into our home to be able to make this home run the way that it does. Home run. Um <laughs> it is uh we're we're perfectly fine. Like there's no qualms or beefs or anything like that. I was thinking about it the other day, our joint bank account. I never ever use the debit card for that. Nope. Like, never that bitch never gets swiped. Nope. Um, so, you know, there's elements of that, right? Which is like very good. I just used it recently. I bought something for the home on Amazon and I use that because I was like, I could buy this. I was like, but it's really for our house, so why would I buy that? I mean, I'll you use the us. card once oh, in a while, but it's usually when we're together. The trash bags. I bought the trash bags, mm. the lemon scented trash bags. <laughs> moving, really, on. Really moving on, moving <laughs> on. So I bought those. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Um, but I was, but like, that's fine. I like use it every quarter, once a quarter. I like never use that card.
0: No. And, and the only time I use it is when we are together.
1: Mm hmm. That's true. Yeah. I mean, but even when you use it, I know that the reason why you're using it is for. In us situation. I never question the way yeah. that you spend money or yeah. how you spend our money. The
0: only money time I use it. that car without you is when I go grocery shopping. Yeah, that's it. But I never question it. So
1: we had to get to a place and, and I think we're still trying to figure this out, but we had to get to a place where we were as a married couple, you know, we have to take trips sometimes and go here and go there and do all this other stuff like that. And you, um, we got to a place where it was splitting the, money to go do that? And I was like, why are we we're we're a fucking couple. Why are we like <laughs> splitting this like we're boyfriends, right? Like 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 why are we doing that? Like we put so much money into our household. Why are we splitting this down the middle? Like fucking just pay for it out of our account. Like we should have the money to be able to do that or and stuff of that nature. And we had to have a come to Jesus moment about that. And I think that there was a little bit of conversation about the Additions, which we always have talked about, like if you know, we just got back from Punta Cana. Hi, Punta Cana. Um, and I was like, I want massages. Obviously, massages are not in our trip budget, right? That's in my budget, right? So if I want to get a massage, I I can get rubbed down
0: on my dime. I mean, you can get rubbed down on my anything. <laughs> i opened the door for that one i literally ushered you right in well well,
1: god damn it it did it again um um, i did it yeah so anyways but do you see what i'm saying like those things make sense but like plane tickets for us to go to a destination that we're both going to that we you know like i've decided that we're going to like why do we have to split that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so we've been better about that and i like that it makes us feel grown
0: Makes me feel like we're grown. (laughs) I felt grown. I don't know how. Quite literally a child. (laughs) With a pension and a 401k and a 403 But you had that when you were like three. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And it wasn't because of weight privilege. (laughs) Wasn't it though? No. (laughs) Wasn't it though? No. I took money that I found on couches and took it to the bank.
1: where does your because you are a stress major when it comes to finances and money where does that come from
0: i'm i'm not a stress major anymore i definitely am not a stress major anymore i'm not liar i I still i'm not i'm not not, it's not i'm not stressed by it i still keep my eyes on it um and i definitely have goals and i like to stick to things and i do recognize when i or we or you fail at that. <laughs> oh, she tried it. <laughs> okay. Um so I do I do try to stick to those things. Um and it just comes from not having anything growing up. Like it comes from, you know, being without and, and the occasional time of even that without including a roof. Um, you know, so it's why it's, was the roof on fire? No. No don't no, not funny <laughs>
1: not funny um, trying to lighten the mood <laughs> Jesus you're taking us down depressing, you asked the question down a depressing cul-de-sac
0: you I'm asked the to... question when you knew the answer <laughs> you knew to... this is where we were going I'm... you had the map you said turn here <laughs> <laughs> I just drove
1: us where you asked <laughs> I'm just trying to lighten the mood, Anthony. Oh, well. Jesus, our our listeners don't want to get that depressed. Today.
0: Anyway, I feel like I do much better with my relationship with money now, but it's also because I'm in a place where like I know I have enough of it to where if anything happened, I'd be okay. Ooh. Yeah. And so because of that, then, you know, that helps. And then, you know, having a better understanding of our budget, and that helps. And like being able to prove to myself that we can save, and that has helped. And Finding the balance between saving and spending, and that has helped. And then most recently, your substantial, uh, you know, your sub- contribution,
1: and just making you know being able to to make sure that we're able to, yeah, both feel like we're in a a place to where the household is a little bit more
0: balanced, equitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah,
1: that's super important. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think because um, it's interesting because, you know, my mom and dad were, you know, really nicely middle class. Right. Mm-hmm. I would even say some, at certain points in time in my life, I remember as being a little bit higher than middle class, which is, you know, great. Um, but my, one of the things about my mom and dad is that we never wanted for anything. Um, they found a way to make a way out of anyway. If they, you know, like if there was something that we wanted and or needed, my parents took care of it. Mm-hmm. They bought me my first two cars, Right. you know, my first car they paid outright in cash, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. And so, and it's not that my mom and dad were not good at money cause they were great at money. It's just that my, you know, they just, there was always there was never a focus on the future it was always a focus on making sure that things feel happy now now don't get me wrong my dad worked his ass off and was able to retire when he wanted to and has you know pensions and you know uh, military disability he got it all right so he's very much well taken care of in that regard but um Yeah, we just, uh, we just, you know, it was, you know, my brother needed new Jordans to play basketball in. My dad bought them for him. You know, I wanted the best Bauer rollerblades with like the best bearings on the wheels and stuff like that, that were like $600 for Christmas. Mom and dad got it for me. You know, brother got, you know, uh, an amazing, you know, bike. We had shit, right? Like we had good shit. (laughs) Um, And so it's hard for me to go without (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I've just never really had to. Um and so it's a lesson that I'm learning every single day. Um I told you the other day I was like, ooh, it because I'm an Instagram shopper. Instagram be popping things up all the time for me. And I'm like, oh I I need a new cushion for my chair right now for no apparent reason. (laughs) Like, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but at the same time I'm like, ooh, I'm enticed. Like this is great. Um, and goddamn Mark Zuckerberg and his fucking, uh, (sighs) Instagram ads and things of that nature because he literally put up there's, so I own two pairs of converse, all terrain, like all weather high tops that I'm obsessed with. I have a brown pair and a gray pair, and I've been debating whether or not I want a black pair. There's this amazing black pair. And I had been thinking about it, but I was like, I wasn't even like checking for them because I knew that if I looked for them, that I would buy them. (laughs) I knew that that was going to happen. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. So I didn't even check. And then next thing I know, I'm scrolling through Instagram and then bitches show up on Converse. And here's the site with that shoe that you were thinking about, thinking about, didn't even say out loud, but thinking about right there. And I was like, am I getting ready to buy these shoes? I think I need these shoes. I really love these shoes so much. I've been wanting these shoes. I've been thinking about them for a really long time. And I stopped myself. I was like, Marco, you just spent a shit ton of money on vacation. You spent a shit ton of money on the living room, like trying to get all this
0: shit
1: together. I was like, you don't need to spend $130 on a new pair of shoes right now. Good Lord. You can wait. You can wait. And so I did. Doesn't
0: mean they won't show up in the next few I, I weeks? like how you say because I did. You waited one day. I haven't got them. I have not purchased those but shoes. But it's only been a day. I, I did not purchase those shoes. Those shoes You're like, be, I did it they are for one day. Not in my possession. <laughs> Which tells you how likely it is that you're gonna to continue to not have we them. We don't know that. We, <laughs> we don't do. know that. This we is do growth. Tony, <laughs> the greatest indicator of future behavior is past behavior. Those shoes are
1: coming soon. No, they're not. No, they're not. I am very good. I'm still waiting. You can't
0: even look at me when you say no. I'm not.
1: I can. No, I'm not. I'm good. We'll be good. It depends, and he laughs. It and he laughs and looks much. away. It depends on how much you piss me off. If you keep it up, and don't I will buy those shoes out of don't, spite. Totally don't, don't, because uh, you were a
0: shopaholic long before you even met me, let alone before I got on your nerves. <laughs> Well, you always get on my nerves,
1: so, um, but that, it'll be fine. I'm still waiting for my impromptu drunk purchase that I made uh, with those random clothes from out of nowhere that I didn't, I don't know what happened there. I, like, woke up, I was like, what the fuck happened? Because that's what happened. I bought two jackets, one of which I don't even really need. The other one I really like. I'm glad I purchased her. Um, But, yeah, so I'm like, let me, let me, let me see what those look like before i decide to dive in it because i might have to return one which is going to be great because then i'll have a little bit extra
0: money see and that's the them. other thing that's that fallacy of thinking i now have extra money no you just spent less it's not that's not income <laughs> it's not income you sound like a hater <laughs> no i sound you like a get, sane person you should get that checked out <laughs> <laughs> You should get that checked. yeah i'll get it checked out at the bank <laughs> anyway
1: i think we read some articles <laughs> we read a few articles before i read you um uh so let me so we read two articles uh that i thought were really amazing the first one was a random uh this one is uh stephanieoconnell.com i just happened upon this this um blog and by post? you happened upon it you mean google happened upon it <laughs> I well, I was reading a bunch of different articles related to the art uh, related to the topic, and I stumbled <laughs> upon this one, and I thought it was interesting. Um, but I just like what she says. She just says three ways to feel financially equal, even when you're not, um, which I really appreciated. Um, without going through it, uh, you know, super in detail. The first one she says: make financial decisions together. One of the biggest mistakes couple with di- couples with different incomes make is allowing the partner with the higher income to make all the financial decisions.
0: Which I get why people would do that, but like just because someone w- makes more money doesn't mean they manage money better. And just because you make less money doesn't mean that you can't manage money at all. Yeah. I, earning and managing are two very different things, and most people's earning isn't actually related to their skill.
1: Okay, pasta.
0: I mean, it is. It's about who you know. It's about opportunity. It's yeah. about playing the game. It's about being able to take tests well. It's It's not about actually having those skills it's having those other skills i just mentioned yeah not the job skills yeah i get it Mm -hmm. i get it i get
1: it i get it um number two (laughs) um See what I did there? I do. I do. <laughs> if anybody knows Snow and Allegra, then you got that too. Um, number two, talk about it by addressing the fact that it's awkward. You're embracing the financial elephant in the room and allowing yourselves to move beyond
0: it. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's one of my favorite pastimes, embracing the financial elephant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a euphemism. <laughs> it didn't sound like it.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, did you just call me fat Oh. An elephant? That's just rude. Um, number three is uh, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. So uh, both of you bring unique experience and talents to the relationship. Appreciate each other for the little things, the big things, and everything in between, which was my favorite one. Because sometimes if you do happen to make less money than your partner, you will feel slightly less than, right? But you should also know and understand that there's elements of what you do for the relationship that goes beyond dollars,
0: well, my, my favorite part about this article speaks to that. And it's and it says, it says, we live in a society that conflates self-worth with net worth. Mm. And that's just not the mm. truth. And so that one person may be bringing more money into the relationship, but another person might be bringing more fun or more cleanliness or more nutrition or more balance, you know, or, that, like, ass. or, or that ass. <laughs> and all those things, especially the last one, have a lot of value. <laughs> Indeed. There's also
1: another video segment that says uh the truth is salaries and jobs can change in an instant. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, like the whole thing could blow up in your face. Yeah. Crossing your fingers. Um, you know, it could it, it could happen. And so why in the world would you get so caught up in what's happening right this moment from like just make sure y'all are comfortable make sure you're communicating make sure you're both feeling happy heard and understood and um and then go from there you know yeah which i loved um the next article i Could have swore you wrote, because the article is uh, kindofrugal.com. I I, I own the website. (laughs) Kindoffrugal.com. Should relationships be 50-50 financially? Um, Keeping your relationship 50-50 financially might sound like the easiest and best way to keep things equal, but splitting expenses 50-50 doesn't always work. If one partner makes more money, spends more money, or has more debt, balancing what each partner contributes and how much they spend is more importante um i loved this article a lot this is the one that i thought was brilliant
0: yeah and they talk about a couple of different models the one that i like to highlight is um the um uh percentage based approach so rather than saying half and half um you say okay combine your incomes and then the percentage of that income that i contribute is this and the percentage that you contribute is this you know 70 30 60 40 whatever it is and therefore because that's what we're contributing that's our responsibility of the bill so if, say if i bring in 60 percent of the income i'm responsible for 60 percent of the bills not 50 um, which i find to be interesting i don't like that approach um personally but i know that it works for a lot of people to me um we agree upon a lifestyle that we can both afford and so 50 50 it is the number for me because we agreed upon this lifestyle and i'm not a person who wants to like live beyond my means and in fact I want to like live well below them because I plan on, you know, not having to work for the rest of my life. Um so it, you know, that's more my approach is like, let me find like a, a a good place, not a good enough place, but a good place, but not a great place, but a good place to live. And let me do that for a while and let me have those be the bills and let me do the savings and then let me, you know, as my salary increases or, or I get promoted or whatever, then I will like upgrade my lifestyle in those same increments. But that's me. That's yeah. Not, that's, that's not everyone else. Say, you're talking that's about your, you're talking that's about me. things for you individually. And no, I'm talking. I'm also talking about the way I approach a relationship.
1: But but I don't think that you are those. And and I think that that is one of the things, and that's been one of those um, uh, points of contention within our relationship. I think that you have a standard for the way that you want to do things for yourself. And that is not necessarily uh, one size fits all once you get into a relationship. There are things that happen in a relationship that you're going to have to change and evolve past because, you know. Uh, your the, your partner and who they are and what makes them feel safe is not going to always be in line with you and what's going on with you. And there's going to be different elements in it. And so it's going to have to be a compromise to figure out what you too are comfortable with doing, not just immediately based on what you want. Um, yes, there are going to be elements of... of um, uh, like I said, like compromise, making sure that you feel, uh, you know, obviously we should try to live below our means, right? I think, I don't think anyone sets out to live above their means, like purposely wants to be able to do that. But there, you know, but I think everyone can agree that yes, living below your means is the standard, right? That's what everyone should be trying to do. Um, But like, even for example, like, Um, with this, I told you a long time ago, like with this apartment, like there are comfortabilities that we have had or have gotten to experience that I'm not going to turn around. And like, just because you want to pay less in rent means that I have to completely forego because, uh, because that's what you want to do. Um, now, there are conversations that could be had, like in terms of like, what could we feel comfortable with in terms of things like a washer and dryer in the unit or having a, a more up to date apartment and things like that. Those are things, but you wanting to spend less money and being, you know, comfortable living in a basement apartment, that's a you thing. That, like, that is you. That is not you and your partner. That is not where you and your partner feel comfortable. That's where you feel comfortable. Me as a married man with someone that has been around for 12 years that, you know, college educated, we've been doing all of these things together with one another. I'm not comfortable with doing that. And you have to know and understand where your partner is with that. Now, outside, living outside of your means. So like, if this apartment was double what we're paying for it right now, Absolutely not. It doesn't make any sense for us to try to do those things. So you have to you just have to know and understand um, what that is. So it can't be 5050. Sometimes it can't be 5050. If the person is not able to to make it 5050 yet, then you have to be able to if you have more money and you have the ability to um, make your partner feel comfortable and safe, in, in what's going on, then there should be no problem with splitting it in a way in which both of you are comfortable with what's coming out of your coming out of your bank account. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's contrary at all to what I was saying. What I was saying was you go in with your eyes open, and then you agree that like this is what the sacrifices of this upgrade means. So like, yes, we're going to have the bigger apartment. That means we can't go out to eat as much, or we can't drink as much, or we can't take as many trips. That's what I'm talking about is you go in agreeing. And so that's why the 50-50 works for me better, because we've made an agreement. We've been, we've, to go back to that original article, we've had that uncomfortable conversation about this is, these are our resources. How do we want to spend them? And If you want to spend them here, like say, for example, the move we made almost a year ago, it's like, okay, but then that means our budget's going to look like this. That means our contributions are going to look like this. Is that what we're okay with? Yes. That then I'm fine, but again, it's like that's the that's the fifty fifty kind of approach to me is like we both agreed it's and again, it's not one person making all the financial decisions either. It's just about being like transparent like yes, I may make sixty percent of the the income, but I'm not the one who's saying that we should spend ninety percent of that sixty percent on this, right? We have to kind of agree somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, but I also think that, like, for example, like, even with this apartment, like the, the rent is not 50. We are not paying 50-50 for us to live in here. I'm paying more in rent than you are here. And you. part of our agreement was that if we did get this upgrade, I would take care of the difference in, in what we paid from in our last apartment for this apartment mm-hmm. so that we, you know, could be able to afford this. And I was completely comfortable with that. Right. But it can't be 50. Fifty all the time, and it's not fifty fifty. It and sometimes it is fifty fifty. Like you're taking care of a lot of things on the back end in terms of like the four hundred one k or the four whatever all of that stuff, like the retirement stuff and the insurance. And I'm taking care of a lot of things. You keep saying the insurance, and no, you're not. uh oh, you mean the health insurance? Yeah. Oh, got it. Um, um, but we are. Um, but it and and I'm taking um care of a lot more things in the moment, Um, which is a whole thing. Uh, You know, so yes, it's 50, but it's not like if you looked at it on paper, it might not actually be 50-50, like not full out 50-50. There's probably a little bit more here and there between the two of us, which is interesting. Um, And I think that that's great. I think, again, you just have to, as a couple, be able to understand what, work for you as a couple
0: um, and do some more research and, and learn some more because there are a lot of other models besides 50 50 and the percentage approach there's lots of different ways mm-hmm. and having a conversation about like how do you want to spend your resources and again for me i don't want to have to work forever i have no interest in doing that i would like to retire you know very very early um, and i would like to still be able to travel and enjoy things and then be able to work For fun, as opposed to work Mm. to like achieve a career goal or to you know set aside money for retirement or to save money, like to work just because it's a pleasure and the income is a nice little bonus. But if there's days where I don't feel like going into work, I'm not gonna work. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't live, I don't subscribe to that same feeling. I don't plan on live, I don't plan on retiring very, very early. That's never been a thing for me. I've always Uh, Retirement age is what, 63. I think you can retire at this point right now. I've always known that I would work up until about that age. um, And that's fine. And so, uh, and it's one of those things that I've shared with you, you know, many, many times is you know, this digging deep and working hard and contributing, contributing, contributing right now and doing all this stuff for the right now so that you can retire early. Tomorrow's not promised to you. So all of this super hard work to try to do something that you can get in the in the future is one of those things that like I don't want to watch life pass me by in an effort to try to get there later. I would rather try my hardest to enjoy things now. Within reason, um, and be able to have fun and enjoy that now, and then be able to modestly be able to take care of that stuff later. I don't need to retire by fifty years old, you know, and like be done with it. I'm not talking about that early,
0: but how how early is early? I'm just saying to where I'm not beholden to some other arbitrary determination that the government has made about when I can retire. So
1: back to my question, how early is early then when I want to,
0: okay. I want to be able to retire when I want to, there's, it could be past 63. It could be 60. It could be 58. I don't know. Like I'm just saying what I want is I want the option to like, if I want to scale back, I can scale back. If I want to retire, I can retire. If I want to like change careers and like be okay. I, I want those options. I want that freedom. I want that flexibility.
1: Well, I mean, you just said earlier, you said you want to be able to
0: retire very early. If I want to, and yeah. So
1: I'm just trying to understand what that
0: means. Yeah, if I want to, if I if I decide I don't want to do that. And I don't mean like... As I said, I don't mean like retire and never work. I just mean like get out of this this area where you have to have this job, you have to have these benefits, you have to have, you have to have blah, blah, blah. No, like there are people who like semi-retire and they like, yes, they continue to work and maybe it's even in their field, but it's like less days a week or less responsibility or like they take a quote unquote, take a step back at work where they're still working at their same job, but they just don't have as many responsibilities. Like I would like the freedom and the ability to do that. I've told you, I would like to consult. Like I think that would be awesome, but consultants don't get health insurance. So that's what I'm saying. Like I would just like the ability and the freedom to be able to do that when it makes sense for me. There's a lot of people who they're like, oh, well, this person's going to retire at this age, but I can't yet. I have to wait until blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to find myself in that boat. I'm not saying let life pass you by. I'm not saying don't do things that are fulfilling or that you enjoy. And I'm not saying work so hard that you forget the rest of your life. Cause you, you and I both know that's not how I operate. Um, what I am saying is that to like, not buy into the baloney that you have to wait till you're 63 and a half or a quarter or whatever it is because that's when you're eligible for medicare medicare social security like whatever like i'm just not i'm not i don't want to be dependent on that yeah
1: i and i can understand that i think i i guess for me um i I just feel like and i am not against planning and, and and your future and things of that nature everyone should you know contribute to your uh retirement and things of that nature all of those things should exist but like it's a part of fucking life like like you're supposed to work right and everyone should you know we all know that we have to do it like i guess i just don't understand what the rush is to um to to you know or what the desire is i think about certain members of your family that like literally decided to you know be workaholics their entire life and then later on in their retirement like don't even know how to like enjoy it mm-hmm. because they feel like they have to continue to work and i'm like or or not even that they have to continue to work but like they're not enjoying all of the things that working as hard as they did all that time has afforded them later in life Um, and i just i feel like we missed the point like we we completely missed the point that like you know like at the end of the day we know we're gonna have to work like we know we have to work Like. we know this like it's a part of life like and and we were not a part of the lucky sperm club in which we had you know queen elizabeth as our our grandmother and we you know had this like buckets and buckets and buckets of money and a money tree that was sitting outside in which you know we were completely fine and didn't have to think about all that stuff we all knew that we had to work and so what you should be doing is enjoying work and trying to enjoy the life that you're living for as long as you possibly can and then when you've decided you've had enough of it you know then that's when you retire but that's like, all i'm saying yeah but like at the end of the day like all just, I'm saying. just do what you d- yeah, we have to do it we have to work you have to m- make an earning you know and then other things like having kids and and, and all that stuff like that it definitely can adds to all of that stuff. I also think that like we're looking at it from a um, Dink's standpoint, right? Things that can work for us right now. When you have kids, there's different shit. I remember my dad didn't want to retire um, too soon because he was concerned about my sister not being able to have insurance um, by the time that he did that. So he worked a little bit longer just so that she could still be eligible for insurance. You know, so there's just like different ways, you know, to to manage all of that. And so I just say, like, you got to look at it all the way around, not just from one perspective, you know? Sure. So I think that that's super important. But I think that's that. Did we cover everything? I think so. Did we solve anything? I, I don't, don't even think, so. think we solved anything. <laughs> At the end of the day, just talk to your partners, see how you guys feel about this. And I'd be very interested to hear from our singles um, about like how much uh, your future partners uh, financial status matters to you, like where they are financially, how much, you know, financial responsibility, how much they're able to contribute, um, like how much that matters to you in dating. Um, I think that that is like very fun. Cause I just think about it, it never mattered to me when you and I were dating, you were, you didn't have a ton of money. I was doing pretty well for a 25 year old when we met. Um, but I didn't care that you didn't have as much to bring to the table. And I don't think you were intimidated at the fact that I had more to bring to the table.
0: Well, and again, I, I would say that that's, that's the problem is conflating net worth with self-worth. I brought plenty to the table. It just wasn't a big salary. I did. It just wasn't a huge salary. However, I never went without anything. I never went without anything. You had lots of beans and rice. (laughs) I never went without anything. <laughs> my choice to reduce my, my. Spending so that I could get out of debt was my choice, mm-hmm. but I never went with that. There was never a DVD or you know that I didn't have, or a movie I couldn't go see, or a trip I couldn't take, or you know couldn't see family, couldn't have a nice meal like that. Never happened. It's just every once in a while I took advantage of a coupon. <laughs> you did enjoy coupons, but I would still use a coupon to this day. It's dumb. It's free money. <laughs> why wouldn't you take I mean, it? I use
1: the the Honey app. Yeah, come on. Why wouldn't you do it? Stuff. It's fine, but I'm not clipping. <laughs> (laughs) Nobody's coupons. Oh, I would clip coupons. mm -mm. I would. That's although these
0: days I'd be like, why isn't it a QR code? Well, I got a clip. why don't you just scan this? yeah <laughs> that part that part right save there. the trees, yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I would love to hear from our singles to hear a little bit about how that matters, and then those who are in couples, we would love to hear um about what is your like financial standing in your home right now, like is it equitable like is it fifty fifty straight down the middle? Is it a little bit off? How did you guys come to that agreement like what was that conversation like? I think those things are like really. Uh, fun to hear about just so that we can give a little bit of advice. Tony and I got to talk with this week's guest on Patreon. So if you're a Patreon member, head over there right now because this week's guest and us, we uh, gathered around the virtual CRIT table, um, to talk a little bit about 50 50 equity and, and what that looks like, um, and whether or not, uh, It matters in relationships. Um, And so uh, there was a lot of really great insight on that, too, from the good storytelling. Yeah, some incredible storytelling. So uh, we can't wait to hear. So anyways, Tony and I are going to take a short break. But when we come back, we are joined by this week's guest to talk a little bit more about money and uh, where they came from and uh, what their relationship is like. We'll be back in just a bit. As you all know, the Relationship Podcast found a new home at DNR Studios, and we couldn't be more excited.
0: Every week, we bring you the podcast days earlier than on your traditional podcast platform. For only $12.95 a month, you can sign up for a DNR Studios Plus subscription, where you can check out our podcast, as well as others like Derek and Romaine, If These Ovaries Could Talk, The Adam Sank Show, and more. For only $6.95 a month, you can get the Relationship
1: Podcast on Mondays and hear all about our shenanigans before the rest of the
0: world. We just launched a new segment exclusive to the DNR Studios platform. It's called The Shit Show. As you know, every week we talk about a topic related to relationships and personal growth.
1: Now... Tony and I will play a game related to the topic in an effort to lighten up the
0: mood and create more laughter. But you can only listen to it on DNR Studios. So, if you're able to, head to dnrstudios.com and sign up for a subscription. Get exclusive content from us and even more relationship fun for your week. We appreciate your love and support. Bye. Bye!
1: So today's interview is very exciting for me because we have highlighted these two as our hashtag queer relationship goals. Do you know how long ago that was? I'm going to give you an opportunity to guess. four months, Uh, four months from now would have been what, like May about May. Wrong. We actually <laughs> highlighted them all the way back in March, which is the thing I mean, I was close. Kind of, kind of. But what's exciting about it is we've been talking about them and to them for months at this point. And it's finally... True. We were able to get them, and partially it's my fault, I'll be completely honest with you, but we were able to finally get them on today's episode. And today we are talking with the lovely, the talented, the exciting, the Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne as of today's recording. <laughs> 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 but we're talking to DNL today. DNL, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Thank, thank
0: you, you for having us. us. Yes.
2: We're excited. You guys are so
1: fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. They are um, uh, just absolutely amazing. We were fascinated with them before, which is why we highlighted them as hashtag QRGs. And then we came to a virtual meet and greet. And we've just kind of, I don't know, just been supporting each other from afar, um, which is great. They've been in our comments, we've been in theirs, we've been in each other's DMs, and they've just (laughs) been amazing. So I'm excited that we finally get to. Chit chat with you both on today's episode. Same here. Um yes, so, so it's exciting. So, in true relationship fashion, what we're gonna have y'all—it's been do, a while since
0: we did this. It's been a minute. We haven't had a couple on in a long time. It's been <laughs> a long time. So, mm-hmm. in true
1: relationship fashion, what we're gonna have y'all do is introduce each other to our listeners. So, D, why don't you introduce L to our listeners? Let us know who she is why you love her and all of that fun stuff Did we establish pronouns we didn't but that's very important
0: mm-hmm. she her her hers. she mm-hmm. yeah, okay thank you for right. that that's, that's pretty good. important okay. these days mm-hmm. i'm definitely it is this. it is, yeah. it is. So
2: thanks for that okay well this mm-hmm. should be fun as i i love talking about my wife <laughs> well this is The lovely L. Hall Coleman. I got to put that Coleman on there because that's that's my name. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: She is, uh, man, incredible. She's a boss. She is um, my life partner, my business partner, just my bestie, my everything. Um, And she is a guru when it comes to finances and money management budgeting. I like to tell people, man, (laughs) they will find money. (laughs) She'll just tell you, you have to follow the plan. And with that being said, she is the CEO of Girlfriend's Budget, uh, which I'm the CEO. I work alongside her and our team. And we help people really, um, you know, create financial freedom in their lives, you know, help them clear those money mindset and blockages. And she is just um incredible when it comes to that you know she's a wealth mm-hmm. of knowledge and uh yeah she keeps me inspired and motivated to just keep going and to be a better me um we have our days which y'all are going to hear about but <laughs> you ask about you asked me to introduce my wife so i'm doing so authentically that. um yeah that. yeah she she's one incredible person very honest very loyal and very committed to the things that sets her soul on fire that's just to mm. say the least mm. <laughs> oh, mm.
1: thanks, babe. That's really cool. i love that <laughs> and l with listening to that is any of that surprising to you how how do you, how does that make you feel hearing those words being spoken about you
3: i mean you know she always does a great job in making me feel loved so you know i hear those words all the time we tell each other words of affirmation all the time so you know, it feels good. It, it always feels good to be admired and, you know, revered by your partner. <laughs> you know, so I, appreciate
1: I love that. Awesome. Well, Elle, why don't you introduce D to us and our listeners? Of
3: course. So, my wife, D, Coach D, as most people call her, Coach D Coleman, um, is literally one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. Um, like she said, you know, she's my life partner. She's my best friend. But I want to put on that she's also my life coach um, because she is, you know, um, we go through things and there's things that not even relationship-wise, just as individuals, you know, and we're always there for each other. She's always got this very positive mindset and she's always about, you know, seeing the bright side of things and the the positive of things so it it really helps not only in a relationship but just life and it's nice to have a partner that it's easy to do life with you know because life is already mm. challenging enough you know so to have a partner that that makes it easy is truly a blessing.
0: Mm.
1: That is a whole sermon right there. I love
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love that.
1: I love that. And what about you, D? hearing those words? What does that make you feel? Where does that take you?
2: Oh, it makes me feel good, you know, because um, I, I can honestly say we've, there's been a lot of growth with this. And um, I know there's a Sagittarius part of me that she calls uh, Sash a jerk. jerk. So I'm, I'm working on that. Um, okay. But it does feel good to, to feel appreciated. I can honestly say that I definitely feel appreciated in my relationship. So that, that feels mm. good to hear that. Okay. Um, and she oh. tells me things again often. But, well, you know, just being here with you guys in this loving energy, it feels even better. Like, whoa, well, OK.
1: <laughs> I love that. I mean, so one of the things that I was most drawn to about uh, with the two of you is there's just this this um, radiance about you that everything that you do just feels bright and light and loving. Um And and maybe love is just in the air because we're recording this on me and Tony's fifth wedding anniversary, which is exciting. But Mm -hmm. um, happy anniversary! Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But um, but yeah, I just feel I don't. I just feel really, really drawn to you both. I just feel you both are just so um, I don't just inspiring and just really amazing. So it's just it's such an honor and such a an exciting moment for me to just be able to sit down and. And just share some words and thoughts with you both, because I, I just I truly adore you from, like I said, from afar and half for a very long time.
2: Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. We're going to meet in person, too. Definitely.
0: Absolutely. I can't wait. <laughs> there's, a very cool, there's a very cool, calm energy to both of you that I really appreciate. And yet, yet I know you got I know you got more fire and passion and you can turn up. I can tell
1: absolutely love that um so let's start from the beginning tony and i call it the origin story so why don't y'all just quickly give us like a quick background of uh, who, who you are where you're from like what you know how did y'all grow up like you know just super quickly just so we can get some kind of context as to to who we're we're talking to today
2: okay cool i'll i'll start Um, we're we're from different backgrounds, but we we are very connected. It's it's beautiful. Um, I am from Fort Worth, Texas, and um, I love basketball. You know, I grew up playing basketball. I recently wrote a book. We'll talk about that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. but I came from a very a close knit family, yet very religious. Um, Hmm. and our upbringings, especially when we talk about finances here in a minute was very different. You know, I didn't come from, um, an affluent family to be real. Um, so -hmm. I had to unlearn a lot of things and, you know, it's been a journey learning those things and and understanding financial literacy and just even my mindset, my mental health. Um, we've been in Dallas for quite some time now. What else were you wanting to know? Our origin story. (laughs) I just, oh, yeah, just, I I mean,
1: no, I mean, it's no, you're essentially saying everything I wanted to know. Like, where did you (laughs) you come from? What was your background like? All that stuff. How did you come to your queer identity? I
2: I, I grew up, I grew up, um, you know, pretty chill, an athlete. um, Very, it's not surprising to me that I'm doing what I'm doing now because I, from what I'm hearing, I've always been kind of inspirational, even with my own traumas and pains I've carried. Um, mm-hmm. and just to fast forward a little bit, I met my wife, we met on match.com <laughs> <Love> <laughs> and it, it was one of those things. It was in 2011 and I was, I had the little free subscription <laughs> and on the very last day, this story is very interesting. I was about to cancel my subscription. I get a message or a wink from her
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> she's cute. So I go check around. We were like at the high, um, numbers of percentage watch compatibility. Yeah, she was like my second, like I think Matt kinda like
3: um orders them best match to least match and she was like my second
2: match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she was browsing. I think you say you were just browsing. You were on the other side. I was on both
3: sides. I was on the girls (laughs) and the guy side. I was I was like you know, I was like, I'm here
2: to find love. You know
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So
2: that's how we met and I had no idea. I was honest with her. I said, hey um I'm going to go ahead and shoot you my number because I am counseling this subscription. It was free. <laughs> I had no idea mm. she did what she did or was, you know, into budgeting and things like that. I was just being honest that mm-hmm. I'm about to shut this down. So yeah, I passed my number to her and Hey, here we are. Yeah. Almost 10 years later.
1: <laughs> I love it. <that>. I absolutely <laughs> love that. That's and, great. And what about you L?
3: Um, originally I am from Houston, Texas. Um, I moved to Dallas like 2006. So I've been in Dallas for a minute. Um, but growing up, you know, um, it's just four of us, my parents and I have a sister. So we were very, like very much so a small family. We didn't, there wasn't a lot of mingling and stuff with, um, outside, like, uh, what are they called? Extended family members. Mm
0: -hmm. So when I
3: met Dee, it was like her family's
0: huge huge and she would
3: like have to i'm like what was that what, what, what's that auntie's name again you know like what's, what, what's that uncle's name again which cousin is this like there's so many to keep up with so
0: <laughs> i love that so yeah <laughs> that's hysterical marco has not had to experience that yet but you know with my family we will take over an entire park and there's like over 400 of us oh, wow, wow. Wow! Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a I lot.
1: I don't know that you've experienced it with my family yet either, because <laughs> no, I, I haven't. Because I've got a lot of people in my. I got, family I got bits too. and pieces here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got quite a. I mean, us black, and then we got we got play family as well. You know, mm-hmm. black folks. We always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we got okay. we got play cousins your and uncle so-and-so no relation and play aunties <laughs> and uncles and things like that too so we got we we got we got family family, yeah, um,
2: family,
1: family. <laughs> i love that so um what's so exciting to me so y'all got married in 2016 is that that's correct right yeah. how long how long were you together before you got married
2: we got married on our
1: five years. seven years yeah our five-year anniversary five
3: years, yeah. we actually we got married.
1: So we just Love wanted it. to
3: keep the anniversaries
1: the same. <laughs> Tony, wanted, Tony wanted to do that. Tony really wanted to do that. I Tony would let like, me. I, well, <laughs> no. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Because the reason why I did not want to do it is because we got married. Uh, I'm sorry. We started dating August 13th of 2009. Mm. The problem is my husband, who is a very sweaty human being,
0: <laughs> I was like, there's
1: no way you're going to be able to wear a suit. In the dead of summer, yeah. our wedding photos are going to be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and so I said, I think it would be smart if we like got some cool weather in the mix, yeah. because yeah. that would make it so much better for you. And, and what happened? It was one of the coldest days in New York City. And Tony was in heaven he was very (laughs) blissful throughout the day he thought it was great not a single bead of sweat on his forehead (laughs) and not a chill (laughs) not a chill he was wonderful (laughs) i love
0: it (laughs) all right marco didn't stop me so much as my pituitary
1: (laughs) (laughs) so one of the reasons why we're chit-chatting today is because y'all had a post and i was trying to find it um but I, I, for whatever reason, can't. But um, no, it's on, um, it's on my page. Detox, it, yeah,
3: it's on detox. It's, it's
1: on detox. detox. That's why I was like, I thought yeah. it was on the Coleman page, but um, but you, you, essentially, I'm going to the gist of it is that um, you were very candid about how the pictures that are being presented, you know, what? Oh, here it is. Just found it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> so it says and. It says, um, in two months, we will celebrate 10 years together. You see the glow up, but don't see the breakthroughs and healing it took to get here. Every day is work. Healthy marriages slash relationships require work. If you're doing it alone while in a relationship, you may as well be alone. May as well be alone. We love the fuck out of each other. But the first person we had to learn to love was ourselves. And (laughs) I... I literally did a, a Holy Ghost dance in the middle of the aisle <laughs> when you said that because it, it spoke to my being because I, like that is it's, that's what this whole podcast is, right? Like the shit you have to go through to be in a mm-hmm. relationship with the person you love. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, Tony and I just did an episode a couple of weeks ago about knowing who the hell you are <laughs> before mm-hmm. you get in a relationship yes. with someone else. Mm-hmm. I would love for you guys to tell us a little bit about that journey of learning who you were and and uh, the trials and tribulations of, of being in, in a relationship and how to, how to get yourself through that.
3: Mm-hmm. That's so good. I'll start. Go um, ahead, man. man. you know, I, I don't I'm not sure I'm well, I'm I'm pretty sure that most people when they get into relationships, they're not always 100 percent aware, right, of their traumas of this of the baggage you know that they're bringing in Mm -hmm. to the relationship Mm -hmm. until you sit down and open that luggage and pull out all the shit that's
1: in the Mm -hmm. Mm bag you
3: Mm -hmm. know
1: we're talking about dirty underwear everything all Mm -hmm. of
3: it dirty laundry (laughs) like like um
0: why is there only one of these blue socks
3: yeah exactly (laughs) right so you know i that was not necessarily the relationship that i was expecting i wasn't Ever in a relationship like that where we like really dug deep into ourselves, like there's reasons why we behave the way we behave, and it's affecting our relationship. Like for me, I'll be completely transparent and candid. I had a very serious temper problem. I'm a Scorpio, you know. Scorpios can be known to be a little bit violent (laughs) and a little bit scary sometimes. (laughs) And I just mean that you know Mm -hmm, we've never mm -hmm. put our hands on each other, but like. I, I'm used to like breaking shit and throwing shit, you know, when
0: I'm like, yeah, when I'm mad, yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, and that's, that's just how I learned to handle my anger, but it and wasn't, you're not alone in that. Yeah. It wasn't, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't beneficial, you know, to our relationship. It was actually detrimental, detrimental to our relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So, you know, that was one thing that she requested of me, like, babe, I really need you to get control of your emotions, you know, because when you get mad, it's scary, like our dogs are scared, you know, <laughs> like everybody's yeah. scared you, know? <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah that was that was something that I knew i was I gotta work on this i if I want us to have healthy communication, us both to feel like we're being heard, you know, I really gotta work on my temper and how I communicate things with my wife.
1: Mm-hmm. So this is a question for both of you, but I want to ask D the question first then, but what was it? Because I feel like we are kind of a general, we're all about the exact same age or so. I'm 37, Tony's 39. We're all mm-hmm. in the same age range. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we are of a generation where if shit goes sideways, we're like, bitch, I'm out.
0: Like <laughs> I, I don't want to deal with this, right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, we don't want to deal with it. D, what was it about? l that when her temper was up there and she was going crazy <laughs> instead of being like girl you too much i'm done <laughs> you decided to slow down and say like i really want to work with you through this so that we can be better beyond this like what was it about her that made you wanna actually invest in in trying to get to the other side
2: Yeah, sure. So I knew that underneath all of that, I could feel, I mean, she was a great person. You know, we all have our things that we're dealing with, but she always had a willingness to want to know, which, you know, sometimes when you address things with people, they don't want to acknowledge it. Um, There was a sense of wanting to change for both of us, especially when we identified that there were some issues and we realized that let's try therapy let's try things. You know, when I knew she was open, the willingness was what got me. I was like, oh, wow. Cause like she said, she hadn't been in any positive relationships and I had been going through toxic <laughs> relationships too. And when I would bring up mm-hmm. certain things to an ex, it was a totally different response. So to be in a situation where someone was actually willing to change their behavior, that, that inspired me, you mm-hmm. know, it, 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 I felt like, okay, you know, this would, this this could be good for us, you know, no matter what we went through. There's always been this willingness to let's try. Let's try to see what works. And my wife, she's very honest. And I remember her best friend coming to me uh, in the beginning of our relationship. And yes, yeah, Sandy, if you're listening, she said, <laughs> are you OK? <laughs> she said, I know my bestie can be a lot, but she has a great heart. <laughs> and I said, I know she do. And I said, you know, and there's things about me, too, that I'm working on. You know, cause I, she likes to express herself and I come from, I was coming from a space where I didn't know how to express myself, you know, especially mm. with the traumas I was carrying. I avoided communication and, and confrontation. You know, people talk to me now and they're like, no way. But I'm like, there's been a whole lot of healing for that. Right. Mm. So I think it was just, again, still to this day, the willingness to, to grow together, you know, you mm. If you have someone that's not willing to to work with you, it just won't work
1: mm-hmm. true, so it so was the true. willingness for me and what about you l like she over here essentially i mean and and again, this is one example I'm mm-hmm. sure, yeah, but... there were some things that d was working on or going mm-hmm. through as well, but what was it about d that when she came to you you know with those things and ways to like improve yourself that you were like, "Oh, oh, this is." okay, this is something I want to see through or like, you know, see to the end. What was it about her that like made you want to put forth the effort? Mm
3: -hmm. I mean, I think we both saw greatness in each other, you know? And like I said, I had never been in a relationship like this before and where I felt like very appreciated already. You know, when we had our good times, they were great, you know? But when we had our bad times, they weren't, they weren't, you know? (laughs) But I wanted to move past, you know, having the bad times, because I knew we could get there. And like she said, we were just both willing to be better individuals. I knew it wasn't healthy. Like, I knew that wasn't the way to handle conflict, you know, by yelling and Ooh. screaming and throwing shit, you know, like, I knew that wasn't right.
0: Mm-hmm, I just didn't I mean, know. Sometimes it works.
3: Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, you gotta get somebody's <laughs> attention. <it> just
0: feels <laughs> good, yeah. <it's> <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the disclaimer, the views expressed during this segment are not necessarily reflective <laughs> of the podcast. Sometimes,
1: <laughs> sometimes a plate against a wall gets
0: Violet some shit nothing. Done. <laughs> like
1: some purple type I'm shit, with not. you,
3: Tony. I'm with you,
0: Tony. Tony. Like, You're so right. <laughs> if you're dealing with aggressive behaviors,
2: <laughs>
3: yes call l
0: because she nice. can help That's you or right.
1: <laughs> well, better, better help I, like, I feel this deep in my soul because one of the things that tony and i had to work on because i come from a family of yellers like mm-hmm. i come from y'all oh, ain't of of never yellers. met a conflict you didn't oh, like <laughs> <yeah. And laughs> me so too think, yeah right so things that were intense or like you know you're mad about something you raise your voice mm-hmm. like and, and we're getting ready to have an argument like Ugh, it is so. be
0: just let very that toxic vocal. shit
1: go yeah <laughs> and let it's it crazy um but on the flip side tony you know i i think the main point and i think what everyone you know is is agreeing with is much to your point from the very beginning the example that you brought up l is <laughs> that you get in a relationship, you find someone that you're actually willing to invest in, mm-hmm. but you got that luggage that's sitting in the corner of the room that you have not unpacked yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you open that shit up and you're like, oh, damn, yeah. I have things that I need to address. <laughs> that I didn't even realize <laughs> that we're in there. <laughs> yes. and, um, and you have to work yourself through it. You know, for me, it was, again, yelling for Tony. It was staying in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just, you know, when shit gets hard, Tony had a very, very, um, normal reaction to just walk away from it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. That's just walk too. away. Ooh, ooh, that's some bullshit. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. Red flag. Yep. Red yeah. flag. Yeah. <laughs> but then when he realized that I was worth it, mm-hmm. he had to realize that he needed to stick around and how to do that, how to effectively do that and talk to one another. Because mm-hmm. he was Tony was essentially like, I'm not even going to talk. Like he didn't even talk. It was just. Bye,
0: (laughs) and that that was the end of it. So I would talk, it would just be very short. I feel like this, therefore, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Tony's also a Pisces, so
1: um, his feel is constant.
0: <laughs> it's it's at a 10, oh, out of ten, out of three. Lord. <laughs> Lord. And I'm a gemini I got all so the I'm feels.
1: very much like, boy, if you don't get over that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I love that you shared that. What about you, Dee? What were some things that you found yourself needing to work on uh in light of this relationship and and and, and getting yourself through it?
2: Uh, again, as I mentioned, it was you know, speaking up for myself, you know, and expressing mm-hmm. myself and not being afraid to uh, connect with my emotions and communicate that, you know, I learned that through my traumas from childhood to seize my voice. I, I felt unheard a lot of times, but I didn't because, a lot, as you mentioned, Marco, your family's loud and over talk. I experienced that all the time, you know, especially with my mother. So I didn't really feel heard a lot. So my what I did was when I didn't feel heard, I shut down and I Mm. like avoided things. I had this avoidance energy about me, even though I was very uh, inspirational. It was so weird, but I still didn't speak up for myself like I should have. Mm. And being with her, she actually taught me that because when I met her, I ended friendships that I had been in with people for since middle school. You know, over 13 years and, I you know, watching her and her best friends dynamic and just her talking to me saying it's OK to tell me how you feel. I'm not going to get mad. Like and then working through those things in therapy, I learned that, wow, you know, it feels good to express myself. Like I don't have to be angry because what would happen was I went so long without r- r- expressing myself. When I finally did, it was a blow up. Like I was just mm. lashing at everyone. You know, mm-hmm. and so to be in a space now to where I'm able to express myself calmly, you know, this has been a lot of inner work. It's been a lot of healing. So that was definitely one thing I had to learn was to just communicate your feels. Don't run away from it like a you know timid child. But that's what mm-hmm. that's the energy I was operating in a broken in a, a broken little girl.
0: Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And isn't it so interesting that that we often come together and and what do we do we We mitigate each other's extremes mm-hmm. so your your uh, dimmed throat chakra or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um and then you're paired with a person who has a bright radiant chakra that that projects itself across the room. Yeah, and you balance each other out. You help each other to like swing the pendulum more toward the middle. Yeah, she scared Um, the shit out of me though, and when we got together, because I was like,
2: "Holy, okay, this is this is this is like childhood all over again." What the fuck is (laughs) (laughs)
0: that? Yeah, can be very triggering. But that's the interesting thing too is that it 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 also paves the way to heal some of that mm -hmm, trauma.
2: It
3: does. Yeah. Yeah
0: it's very complicated it's very interesting Mm -hmm. you were gonna say human is so strange
3: well i was gonna say you know just operating that way in my life period i'm i'm small we're both pretty petite Mm -hmm. women (laughs) so like in the world you know i felt like i had to be this badass like don't fuck with me because i'm small already you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and people think usually that if you're smaller then they can you know take advantage or you know, you're not as tough or as strong, but I'm like, no, I'm going to show you. I'm going to make you think I'm crazy as fuck. <laughs>
1: so you can fuck yeah. me. <laughs> part, I like that. But also add, I like to see I'm I'm not even mad at that. But also what um but also like out on top of that and this is a whole other discussion for another podcast episode, but out on top of that being a black queer person right. in this, mm-hmm. in this world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We already feel unseen, you know, because of our blackness. Right. You feel unseen because of your womanness, mm-hmm. you feel unseen because of your petiteness, you feel unseen because of your queerness. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's so many layers, that intersectionality of all those things that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, and you're shouldering it, and you're dealing with it, and you're trying to handle it, and you're trying to say, no the fuck, you're not getting ready to. Mm -hmm. And that that is just how we have to. So that's why that crazy Black woman or that angry Black woman trope gets thrown around, because no one's talking about how her spirit has been battered. and tortured up until that point where she does go crazy on you (laughs) so give her a little bit more
0: credit the (laughs) review and the judgment of the situation starts with the explosion it doesn't go back to what led up to that moment even 30 minutes before Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) i always say that i always say that you do i do do. i say anger i said like you're literally over here judging me for you know throwing the plate against the wall that's never (laughs) happened but you're, you're 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 talking. That's because Marco has that. expensive taste. <laughs> exactly, I ain't throwing shit. Okay. Me nope. um, <laughs> but you're, but you're, you're mad at me because of that. But you're not mad at what led me to that because I like to think that I'm a level-headed, rational person. Otherwise, but like, what about the shit that you did? That led me, me here. to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, why? Are and we what about all
0: about about the shit that? I've been through that led me to react to what you did in Correct. this way? Correct. Correct. Right. Let's take it even right. a little bit further back. Hey, yeah, I said I'm it. With in, you. I'm with you. I said you.
1: it in my speech. To, to, to I say all the time, I love my husband because he ta- ta- taught me patience, patience that I did not know that I had, patience that I've had to like literally take a beat on because when I'm ready to blow up, I literally have to breathe and have to think to myself. Why is he doing what he's
0: doing? <laughs> oh, oh, that stems from. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Isn't I could... that the interesting thing? Is it's always well that got nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> that's I mean, always well. what it is. You're like that has nothing to do with me. Why am I getting upset about this? Yeah, so mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So Again, what does the being future, human is the future? Strange.
1: What does the future hold for you two?
3: Oh, oh, so much. This is just the beginning. We just getting started. Like yeah. we've got Yay. so much. We've got so <laughs> much in store, like oh, yeah. things that we want to do together, um even just things individually, but you know, we're both entrepreneurs. Um, so we have our own businesses and we help each other and, you know, each other's businesses as well. So um we talked about it a little bit, but I'm a financial coach, so we're just out there trying to spread the word of financial literacy to mm-hmm. especially our and black and brown health. people and mental health. And, and mm-hmm. mental health yes. So, and Babe's a Life Coach. So, you know, we're just really trying to help better the world, really. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I we want to do. Yeah.
2: Through our authenticity. Yeah. And that's why I shared that post because I, I wanted people to know. I, people come and they talk to me all the time and they think relationships is like this. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's peaches and cream, and something know? to put on social media. And I'm like, you know what? I had an inspiration that day. I was like, you know, I want to make a meme and say some shit. And yeah. apparently, that's what people needed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it was it
1: refreshing to
0: see that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was. You gotta do the work. Very, gotta do the work. It was. You have to. And it was very insightful and very helpful. Um, so thank you for showing the real you. Um, we we love rough edges. I'm a rough <laughs> edges man. I love it because nothing is nothing is is um buffed and and perfect or and pretty. Nothing nothing in this world mm-hmm. is rough
0: rough edges and your whole ass. Know mm-hmm. <laughs> <Show> it, <all. laughs> it all everything
1: everything do it. Um, do it. That's reality. I love it. So tell our listeners where they can gather more D and L content so they can see some of those rough edges and maybe a whole ass. Who knows? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, um, mm-hmm. well, you can definitely find us on, on our couples page. Uh, D underscore N underscore L. The letter N. Yeah. D the letter under-score N. N. That's D E E underscore the letter N underscore. L E L L E. Uh, Then you can find me, the life coach, the positive mindset, heal that shit guru, uh, detox life coaching on IG. And that's D E E T O X life coaching, all one word. Love that.
3: And for myself, you can find me on Instagram at G F budget, G as in girl F as in friend budget, where you can get your life and learn about these coins and how to take your money to the next level. Um, you can also find more information on our website at girlfriendsbudget dot com.
2: Yeah. Love and it. detox life Lifecoaching dot com. <laughs> and I have a book. If you're interested, you can go on Barnes and Noble, uh, Coach D's playbook, Five Ways to Become a Champion of Self Love. It's it's really out there. I'm I'm very proud of it. It's helping people heal feel that shit and become empowered as they love themselves. So you can find it on Barnes and Noble or my website again. So yeah, we're you out there. You, just Google us.
0: Google us. You just, us. Sold, another us. Copy. The, you <laughs> just sold another copy. <laughs> you sold another book, girl. I love to support shit like that. Yeah, we um, always, every time we have someone who's an author on, we buy their book. We buy their book oh. for Oh, obsessed. yeah. Oh. I, I have to send yeah.
2: y'all a signed copy. Most definitely.
1: Quite quite the collection over here. We love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we actually, in our if you're a Patreon member, we actually are um, connecting with both D and L and talking a little bit more in depth about finances. Um, we are getting some some insight from Elle that is talking a little bit about some best practices for couples and making sure that they are financially uh, healthy as a couple. Um, and then also gathering some insight because obviously in this week's topic, we're talking about uh, equity financially within relationships mm-hmm. and how to uh, so you sure hear you're from D contributing and doing all that stuff. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna hear a little bit about D and L's experiences mm-hmm. with that, and then also get some advice from L. So if you're a Patreon member, we are so glad because you get you get that good good insight. If you're not, then you got to get yourself right some kind of way. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: take 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 one of L's courses so you can afford to be an. You can afford to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Put it in the budget. Exactly. That's it. That's it. There should <laughs> awesome. be a line item in everyone's budget for this podcast.
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, awesome. We are going to take a short break um but we will be back in just a bit. DNL, thank you so much for joining us today. You were amazing. No
2: problem. All right.
1: Hey babe. Hmm. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals?
0: You mean besides you?
1: I'm not preventing (laughs) you from achieving your goal. I am the goal. You're interfering with my happiness. I am the goal. (laughs) Say it with me.
0: I am the goal. I think you need therapy. (laughs) And it's a good thing (laughs) that we're going to talk about BetterHelp.com. Well, did you know
1: that BetterHelp will assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and that you can start communicating with the therapist in under 24 hours?
0: I did. And I know BetterHelp is not a crisis line or self-help. Rather, it's a professional counseling done securely on Online. the service is available for clients worldwide and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor yep you'll get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video
1: or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room feeling embarrassed or ashamed
0: it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available
1: yeah so head to betterhelp.com slash that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Relationship listeners get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com.
0: BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and so do we. So check them out.
1: Okay, so before we get out of here, of course, I have some shit to put on your radar. Tell us what it is. Well, as I shared with everyone at the beginning of the episode this Friday, November 5th from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tony and I will be guest taking over the DNR 2.0 live cast at the DNR Studios Network. Which is super exciting!
0: Yay! Derek and Romaine
1: asked us if we would do this episode for them. They they wanted to see who was interested in doing it. We said we would do it, and they agreed. And it's going to be exciting. <laughs> so thank you so much, Derek and Romaine, for trusting us, entrusting us um, with this great responsibility. We promise we won't
0: burn. make you regret it. <laughs> much <laughs> <laughs> that part completely um, completely
1: yeah right uh but who knows <laughs> there's still time uh but yeah so we'll be doing that so join us if you can it's gonna be a great time we'll be taking live calls we'll be chit-chatting about us and the podcast and uh some pop culture and some real-time shit it's just gonna be an hour of us ranting
0: well i mean and you'll, you'll do some of the ranting because you can call in a lot of great um no not much griping a little bit of griping i mean they'll be griping if you're there
1: (laughs) yes because i have a few gripes that i'd like to share with you Mm -hmm. um anyways so there's that that's going to be so much fun um our super de duper friend ted smith you remember ted smith right i do healthy me happy we he wrote an amazing book on uh this uh that we got to chit chat with him about during this season of the podcast uh it's an episode called healthy happy shit Um, which is going to be exciting for you to re-listen to if you haven't listened to it already. Or if you just want to, you know, wax nostalgia and go back and listen (laughs) to it again. Um, Anyways, Ted had promised us that he was going to work on an audio version of the book. Mm -hmm. And guess what, bitches? He did. It's available. (laughs) So check it out. I think you can go just about anywhere. I think you can go to like Potable and all of that good shit. So um check it out ted is an amazingly brilliant writer um and really talks a lot about his uh experience and his long marriage and long relationship that kind of turned uh somewhat sour if we will i think that's the a lot sour a lot sour i was trying to you know give it a a pretty little tiffany's bow wrapped around it but no sometimes that shit doesn't need to be nope um so yeah, you can go to his website which is tedsmith.life, um which is really nice so you can get it there, um but it's a, I think it's available on all like audiobook platforms and things like that. So check it out, listen to Ted's, you know, menthol cool voice tell his story, which will be fun. Um and we're so proud of him and so excited for for this new opportunity for him too. So Check it out. Yeah. See what happens there. And last but not least, t-shirts. Merch. T-shirts. T-shirts, t-shirts, t-shirts. Tony and I have finally launched the Relationship uh, t-shirts as merch that you can now purchase on Podrelationship.com slash shop. Um so make sure you head there and buy a shirt from us guys um and gals and
0: anything in between um because not funny. What? <laughs> what? That's not funny. Well,
1: I wasn't trying to be funny. I just said guys out of habit and then I just realized that it wasn't I, I didn't mean to say that. Michael mm-hmm. apologizes. Sure. Um, buy a shirt, everyone. It'll there be a very great opportunity for um everybody to uh, support the podcast and check out some of the great stuff that we've got going on. So, um, show us some pictures of you wearing uh, your t-shirt. Um, so then that way we can uh, highlight you on our IG and on the website and everywhere in between. Do it. They're cute shirts. They're really good. We love them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just the start. We will be launching more relationship merch as time progresses very soon Um, but yeah we will be doing new drops but this is the very first and we want you all to check it out um and i think that should do it well, then that's going to do it for
0: this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Relationship Podcast, part of the DNR Studios Network. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at pod Relationship, And don't forget to subscribe and rate us. And keep listening to Season 4, The Quattro. If you have any
1: relationship situations that you'd like help with on an upcoming episode of the show, leave us a voicemail at 903 pod That's 903-763-7448. You can also email us at relationship questions at gmail.com or submit on our website podrelationships.com
0: and be sure to check out the relationship blog on our website this friday where i'll muse a bit further on this week's topic a special
1: thank you to our patreon members we hope you enjoyed the behind the scenes interview with this week's guests um and another special thank you to our dnr studio subscribers we hope you enjoyed the silly game we played uh tony and i will harass your ears next week
0: and remember that salary ain't the only shit you bring to the table